Podcast Nation. Welcome back to the Doc and Dunk Show. The last hoorah, if you will, Dunk. We're back in action. And it, uh, it feels good. It feels good. It's a little, a little weird. A little different vibe this time around, yeah. I think you could say. Yeah, it is. You know, I'm in Ann Arbor. Um, had a decision to make. And uh, now we're going to be rivals. Yeah, it, uh, it all happened very quickly. For those of you that don't know... Andrew Dockich is heading to Columbus next year to join the Ohio State men's basketball team. Now, I'm taking a lot of grief, as I should. As you should be. As I should. I have no, you know, I would do the exact same thing. First off, I want to get this off my chest early. I was very reluctant to do this. Uh, It didn't feel right. It felt maybe like, you know, the Michigan basketball and Michigan community would maybe look at me differently because I, you know, I'm, I'm fraternizing with the enemy here. Um, but but the thing is, we're like worldwide. Is it just Michigan basketball fans? I don't. Or is it fans across the country? Fans, I don't. I don't know if the Doc and Dunk show is, we is worldwide. It, yeah. Maybe um, if we would have kept a consistent, you know, episode every week. Yeah. Maybe Which we at one point said we were going to do. We were going to do. But things happen. But I will say that life happens. Life happens. Life hits you fast. Next thing you know, you're going from Ann Arbor to Columbus, Ohio, and well, being first, a Buckeye. First, you're going to Hamden, Connecticut. I went, Quick pit stop in Hamden. You know, let me get this off my chest. I went to Hamden, Connecticut, Quinnipiac. That's how you pronounce it. Uh, Quinnipiac Bobcats um, under a new coach, Coach Baker Dunleavy. A lot of promise in Hamden. Yeah. The Bobcat hopeful are uh, excited for the future. They wanted you to be a part of it, actually. You know, and I really wanted to be a part of it. I was there for five weeks. Uh, There's two summer sessions. was there for the first five weeks with workouts and just getting to know the guys. And let me just get this off my chest. I, I have nothing against Quinnipiac. Like, this was a tough decision that, you know, kind of just presented itself in a way. Um, you know, I'm from, I'm, from the, I'm from the Midwest, and, you know. Well, originally from Ohio. Right. Yeah, I lived there for 10 Grew years in Bowling Green, Bowling Ohio, Green. where my dad was the head coach for Bowling Green State University. And then I went out east, and, you know, I had no problem. I liked it and everything, um, you know, but so, uh, some things happened. You know, I didn't get into this program. I wasn't direct admit into this program. And uh, Ohio State, you know, Coach Holman, who was a former coach at Butler, took mm-hmm. the Ohio State coaching job. He was recruiting me to go to Butler for a while before another kid committed. And obviously, when it comes to point guards, you're probably going to take a four-year guy over a one-year guy. It's just a smart sure. investment, sure. if you will. Investment in your uh, program's future. Exactly. So when um, you know he found out he was going to Ohio State, uh, he asked a family friend if I enrolled, and I did, um, but I didn't get into this program. And that's what kind of led me to being able to go to Ohio State. And I, I like, again... Baby Dunleavy, Coach Coach Dunleavy is going to do an incredible job there. Uh, you know, he had all those guys like they they've struggled. I mean, they had to fire their coach, and you know, new guys coming in, just a lot of excitement, a lot of energy, and I really like where it was going. But at the end of the day, my heart's in the Midwest. I get a chance to play in the Big Ten, something I grew up on, something I've watched um, my entire life, and you know, I know it was with the enemy that I dislike for four years but they offered me a scholarship if you're in my position that's that's really hard to yeah. turn away from so for all you Michigan fans you know maybe not buying the spiel that he's uh, spewing out right now 
I'd like to say as well that you know, I was hesitant to accept it at first. You know, I, I quite honestly I couldn't believe that he would actually be going there after uh, spending four quality years, you know, sporting the uh, the maize and blue. Four quality years with two banners. Two banners. Two banners. That's right. You hung yeah. them up. I hung them up. You're in the rafters for good. Some say when Ohio State comes back, they're going to do like a ring ceremony for me. Okay, that sounds When it's like the NBA. You know, when like. That sounds blasphemous. Okay. Uh, Word of the day. Word of the day already. (laughs) Right back into a blasphemous. Gosh, I forgot Uh, about the word of the day. Great, great word. (laughs) That one just kind of came out too. Um, But yeah, so I I mean, when you kind of get to know the situation a little bit more and and see kind of how it all played out. You know, Doc had no intentions, you know, of, of, of stabbing. Uh, I don't want to burn the, any the, bridges. Yeah, the Mason Blue faithful right in the back. Um, but, you know, he, he just did what was best for him. And it, it took me a while to really see that. You know, to be honest with you, I, I'm, I'm a little surprised that I'm even sitting right here next to you where I can still call you my friend. But, <laughs> you know, we worked through it. Adversity, you know, can, can bring people together. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, I guess you're on to something. You know, I... I've taken a lot of grief, even from managers, managers and players. Well, I was um, going to say, what were your Twitter mentions like after that one? You down? know, it wasn't great. Um, but some, some people, people were respectful. Uh, they understood my situation. I hope that, I hope that some would. At no, least some. some. Some did. Others didn't. It was probably 75-25. I don't blame them either for kind of going at you. No, I, I would do the exact same I see same both sides. Thing. I see both sides. No, I agree. But... At the end of the day, they're offering me a scholarship. And how are you going to take a scholarship down from a, a team that's respectable yeah, in the NCAA? And, um, you know, I'm close to home. My family can come see me only two, two and a half hours away. So it's – I'm, I'm excited. Even though, like, you know, I have a lot of friends. I'm up here with Duncan. The reason why I'm in Ann Arbor right now is we just got done working a Michigan basketball camp. Great little segue. It was a little – yeah, right? It was that yeah, bad. yeah, we uh, no, no, it was. Uh, yeah, we just finished up a a four day marathon oh. of uh, John Beeline Michigan basketball I, player I think, development camp. I think I'd rather want to do leg day like in weights every single day than just kind of like standing around refing coaching because we after, call it camp legs. Yeah, we call it camp legs, and you just can't feel your legs. Like you got to go in the cold tub after, and that sounds so soft, but until you experience it. No, twelve straight hours yeah. in the gym, refing, coaching, going through drills. But it's stations. not about us. It's not about it's us. Not, it's all about the kids. That's why we it's do all about it. The kids. It's sacrifice. It's about the kids. It's about the youth. It's about giving back to the wonderful city of Ann Arbor and the greater Ann Arbor area. Right, and um, the kids. I mean, they love it. They love it. Like we, and it's not. It's not even all basketball. You know, we had a rock paper scissors competition yeah. today. What else, what else did we do? We had a we had a ball palooza yeah. where you could play cornhole or can jam and win a win a ticket. We had a popsicle stand. We also played ultimate frisbee with a basketball in the big house, which was fun. Yep. Now now don't get Andrew wrong. You know John Beeline basketball camps are all about skill development. All about yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, but. Yeah, they're not, also focused on growing the individual. Oh, jeez. Turning young... Is it educational? Turning young like boys... Like this podcast, it was an educational camp. Turning young boys into young men. Uh, I think I got some. I think I actually saw some guys growing... Did you get through to some? I think I... Not only did I get through to some, I think some of the high schoolers were starting to grow peach fuzz on their face. Really? At the end of the day. In a span of four, four In a span days. of four days. Never have. They so started you literally watching them turn from boys literally. to men. 
Right, exactly. Wow, what a no exaggeration, what a literal. Powerful, yeah, what very a powerful cool. experience. Uh, quick shout out to Xavier Simpson. I'm going to give him coach of the camp because he brings an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. No, he's. I know that's a hardball line, but he embodies it fully. And he's strictly business too, with his approach with his kids. So he had the junior Wolverine camp, and that's about what is it? First, I think it's second. No, fourth? no, I think it's fourth or third through six. Third through six. Xavier Simpson team won. He calls them the money team. TMT. He actually had a timeout, and he made his players do push-ups, and they went on a 10-0 run right after that that timeout. Called a timeout, made them all rattle off 10 push-ups. They then proceeded to go on the floor and go on a 10-0 run. That's great discipline. That's not great coaching. I don't know what it is. I don't either. I wouldn't be surprised if... Uh, if Coach Beeline whipped out that tactic at some point this year. <laughs> I How about that image? That just all be, right? just rattle push-ups. push-ups against Minnesota, if you will, for some yeah. team. That'd be unbelievable. Some of us could use the push-ups more than others. Shout out to, uh, you wanted to, is to that sleep on that one. <laughs> I don't know why I would sleep. Okay. Poor, poor John Dusky. Um, but just yeah, like X, X just has a ton of energy. Um, in camp and he's, it's, it's contagious. It's fun to be around. It is absolutely. And it's, you don't really expect that from Xavier. I, I guess I, he's, like, he's, he's like, competitive. Yeah, he's just competitive, and like you he's know, a he has it, to win. Exactly, and all all of his kids just bought into his system entirely. Exactly. Now, I will say this about Xavier: he he does have an incredibly polarizing um, demeanor. Not demeanor uh, with his kids. No, polarizing as in. His kids love him, but everyone else hates him. Hates him, right? But you like either, you either love him or hate him. But as a, as and the a, rest of the camp hates him. Every rest of the, oh, they started X is a cheater. Yeah, and they, were, a huge, they were X they is were a cheater. Chance going on. But again, you know, we go to this quote all the time. Has he met a hater doing better than him? I don't know if he has. <laughs> so I, I wasn't hating on. I was not. You know, I was admiring him more than anything. Yeah. And, he, and he won a championship, so. You know, if they're hating on him, he must be doing something right. Yeah. I had, uh, my team had a tough week. I was in the NBA division. I didn't even talk about my team. Um, we went one in five. I just Same. couldn't, I couldn't get through to him. I tried my, my usual tactic of throwing the first two games. So then you just go to the commissioner of the league and get say, some trades. my team is terrible. Smart. I need more talent. And then you underperform. So then at the end of the camp, you can overperform. That tactic didn't work this time around. And... Great kids. I had I had a great group of kids. We just didn't seem to be able to put it together on the floor. <laughs> something wasn't something. I think we were a piece away. <laughs> just one piece. Just one piece. Away. Not even like a star. Just like a a lunch pail. A lunch pail player. Do it all yes. player. Like a Dennis Rodman esque. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody that could just inspire. I like give, bring life in in moments where we where we needed it. You know, I thought about that too. But the commissioner hates me so much that going to Ohio State that he wouldn't give me anyone. Like I, I think he purposely set up a team for me just because he just didn't. He knew I would have no success with that team, and I don't blame the guy. But I also like I'm trying to be competitive. I'm trying to win a championship out here. But you know, at the end of the day, I got nothing. So to give everybody some context, the commissioner of the NBA division, which both Doc and I. We're coaching. It is Nolan Anschutz, uh, a head manager at the University of Michigan. Unbelievable guy. I don't think I've ever seen somebody so dedicated to the Maize and Blue. Um, Not only dedicated to the Maize and Blue, but also dedicated to his hair. He is quite dedicated. He, he rocks this little comb over. He throws this gel in it. 
Gel uh, all just, over. He shines. It just glistens. 6 a.m. Yeah. workouts, his Glisten. hair's in there glistening. Um, you'll catch he him. definitely wakes up at probably about 4.30. Yeah, you catch him in the facility going. all hours of the day. Absolutely, He calls himself the jackhammer. If that doesn't alone tell you quite a bit about yeah. him. Um, and he just tries to live that, that lifestyle. Well, he also molds his lifestyle after Coach Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, Jim yeah. Harbaugh. I think that's his idol. That is his idol. In fact, uh, I've asked him multiple times. The other day I asked him uh, if he would take a bullet for Coach Beeline if he would do it. Uh, and he said, without hesitation, absolutely, because Coach Beeline means more to Michigan than he does. He's a team guy. That story alone just tells you a lot about who he is. <laughs> it's, it's Michigan before him every day of the week and twice on Sundays. <laughs> Can you tell him about the, can we t- say the Coach Harbaugh one or no? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, go ahead. So his brother is also a manager, Colin Anschutz, uh, another really hard worker, a little bit different different vibe, but but really hard worker, always in the Absolutely. gym with us, helping us out any way he can. Uh, I also asked Nolan if he had to choose to save his brother or Jim Harbaugh, who would he save? And you know he wanted to make it clear. He goes, I'm going to go on the record. Even though we are going on the record. <laughs> I right said, now. I'm going to go on the record and say Colin, who's his brother. But if push came to shove and I was really put in this scenario, <laughs> no question I'm saving Harbaugh. That's unbelievable. So, so, so those Mich- two. Michigan's more than family to him, as you can. Yeah. So, those two stories alone uh, should give you some pretty good insight into to who uh, our head manager, Nolan Anschutz. Unbelievable guy. Um, but. Smart. You know, I think he has a four. I don't think he's gotten a B. No, since no, probably he, like he his got his second grade. He got his first B plus. He said of oh. his life this last semester. Oh, he did. Yeah, Nolan. Sorry to throw out your business and your grades, but so, anyways, back <laughs> to Doc and Nolan's relationship. They had an unbelievable relationship when Doc was here because Nolan's great with all of all of the players. But as soon as Doc chose to don the uh, scarlet and gray next year, Nolan just refused to talk to him. So I got like, a, like any true Michigan family. Michigan yeah. Wolverine would absolutely. So I got here on Thursday. I had a workout with. I was gonna work out with Duncan Charles Matthews and another manager that was accepting and like understood the situation and whatnot. So I go into the gym out of the Blavin Tunnel, and I see Nolan down there, and Nolan looks at me, and it looks like he's seen a ghost. Just turns around, pretends like he te- he's texting. Duncan plays along with it. Duncan knows I'm coming into the gym. It's 10th. We're going, we're working out at 1030. Nolan tells Duncan, you need to get that Buckeye out of here. And Duncan, Duncan looks at me pretending like he didn't know I was going to show up. So he's like, doc, what are you doing here? I had to be careful. I didn't want to bite the hand that feeds me. Nolan does a lot for me, works me out, rebounds, um, you know, gives me rides. Don't worry, I, I repay him. I get him lunch every now and then. But I wanted to be careful. I didn't. I didn't want to bother him. I didn't want to ruffle his feathers because I knew that I would if I uh, if he had known that I invited a Buckeye to come work out. By the way, I've been here since Thursday. He still hasn't talked to me. Yeah. Like he he's may have said a word just because of like the schedule. But like again, unbelievable dude. I have the utmost respect for him. As you should. As absolutely. And we had a we had a great relationship, you know. I went to church with that guy, yeah. even. And um, he's just he's just hurt right now. As I I completely understand it, but it's just so funny, and it's not it's not surprising at all that it's coming from Nolan. No, and uh, I'll say this that 
Now, hopefully, we can make them feel better with a couple uh, couple of wins. Over yeah, the I guess Buckeyes we'll see. We played twice this Maybe year. Maybe one at home and on the road. Yeah, we'll see about to get that. one in, uh, in Columbus. Not if I have something to do with it, but that's nice. for another. But anyways, yeah, time. let's move on. Let's talk a little we just bit went more. On a five minute. Tangent yeah, about let's Nolan. let's talk a little bit more Michigan basketball. Summer workouts have been going well. You know, we got the three new freshmen aboard now. Eli Brooks from. Uh, Pennsylvania, we got Jordan Poole from Wisconsin, and we have Isaiah Livers from the great state of Michigan. Yeah, and uh, they've all been great additions to the program so far, and it's been a uh, it's been a good summer. You know, I like them. We, we we played open gym today. Yes, they let me play with them. I am an alum at the University of Michigan, so I can play. Um, and I think those are three solid pieces that are mature for their age, and mm-hmm. I think they all bring something Wise different. Their years. Yes. I think they all will have um, an impact on this team. You know, I think Isaiah. This program. Yes. Maybe a lasting maybe, impact. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, um, you know, they they all have three different personalities. Yeah. And I think Isaiah, but I'm just, just speaking on their game, I think Isaiah Livers is an incredible athlete with great size, can shoot the rock. He shot the ball really well today. Jordan Poole, if you don't know him, um, you know, it's not hard to find him on social media or even on YouTube. I think he's got very a day affable. in the life. Huh? Very affable. Yes. Very affable. Good. But, uh, Outgoing. He, yes. Engaging. His, I've never seen someone's personality match their game. Like, how the way he plays. The way he and plays yeah. is how he acts. Yeah, that's a good point. And, um, you know, I think Eli Brooks is a smart, incredibly athletic. I didn't know yeah. he was that like He was doing windmills. With uh, with Vans on yesterday, and also he kicked a thirty-yard field goal that could have been good from forty-five. He can do it in both. He can do, yeah, he can do it all. So if Coach Arbaugh needs one, needs a kicker, needs a kicker. I know Kenny Allen's gone. Is Kenny, Kenny Allen gone? is gone. Kenny Allen is finally gone. He's with the Baltimore Ravens. Good for Kenny. <laughs> so I think he's trying to make a fifty-three uh, team roster. I think it's fifty-five. It's fifty-three. Fifty-three. Fifty-three sounds right. We can we can fact check that. Yeah. Speaking of. Facts. Oh. We just go to jump into the fact of the day. Heart attacks are more likely to happen on a Monday. Now, if you're over it, if you're 21 and older, that probably makes some sense. You know, you, yeah. you may may have gone to the bar, maybe. Well, I was okay. thinking more just the daunting. Or idea. you just know you have the, to, the the mental toll that Mondays can take, knowing you got a full week ahead of you. Absolutely, but I I, I think heart attacks. I I. I we can go like that, but I think we can also go the way I think. Just an unhealthy lifestyle. Just an unhealthy on lifestyle on the weekends. Interesting take. You thought is that, that from personal experience? No, it's not. Because I can't speak. To oh, that. okay. <laughs> so Doug can't speak. On, I'm not saying I've seen. I've seen some guys though who have dreaded the who, weekend. Who've been through it? Who've been through it? Not necessarily a heart attack, but probably second thing closest to it. So, so my take on that was a lot of people. You know, once you get into the real world. You kind of start working toward working for the weekend, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You're trying to get to the weekend, and you know, when, on that Monday, the weekend's a long days away. You know, morale might be low, and it might take a toll on you. It's a good point. mentally. That's the way I took it. Uh, that's a good point. But anyway, so yeah, that's that's a fact uh, of our day. Statistically, heart attacks are more likely to happen <laughs> on a Monday. Good stuff. Uh, as always, we're bringing. Uh, now I think about it, you know, I try to eat healthy, and we just ate five guys. I know. <laughs> So when I got a double you're cheeseburger, a ter- you're a terrible influence on my. First diet. off, that was t- <laughs> that was definitely your call because I didn't even know where um, Five Guys was. 
So we're going to blame this one on Duckett. So if one of us have a heart attack tomorrow, it's because of the five guys. Oh, God. Don't put that out. Yeah, universe. I'll knock on the wood real fast. Um, all right. Let's, let's just push through here. We're going to do all our segments. Uh, we're going to hit the Fab Five. And, you know, since we don't know, you know this is the last Duncan Doc show for at least a little while, the foreseeable future. Foreseeable Can we say future? that? Absolutely. We're going to hit uh, our top five Doc and Dunk show moments. It's big. Yeah, this is this is a little sentimental. It is. It's a sentimental. It's not as nostalgic. Funny. Yes, very. It's very nostalgic. Um, um I'm gonna I'm gonna start. lead us off here in no particular order. We're just gonna touch on our, our favorite five. I'm gonna start when uh, when Doc thought Bruce Springsteen was a country singer. I yeah, really that loved a, that. I thought that was awesome. You know. There is a song from a country singer, and you've tried Springsteen, to make, right. Springsteen, and I do listen. It's on my Spotify now. You tried to make that argument. But I did try to make that. You can't. But you were, you were not. I, I remember your face. You weren't a hundred percent sure, but you stuck with your. He's like Springsteen is not a country singer. No, that's a hundred percent fact. I knew that. I've been to a Bruce Springsteen concert. And you're a little. Head, you're like, well, you were thinking about. It. I made you think about. It. That's what I kind of do. I make people think about some of the statements I make. And obviously it was just an ignorant one. But I know you weren't 100% positive with that one. I mean, I was. As I said, I've been to a Bruce Springsteen concert. He's an East Coast guy. New Jersey. You know, we got to rep the same same region of the country. Sure. Um, I know my Springsteen. All right. I do. That's fair. That was a bad one. I still catch grief on that one. I th- Sean Lonergan's brother actually taunts me about yeah. that one still to this day. Quick, uh, hold on. Quick Springsteen tangent. Uh, I watched The Defiant Ones on HBO. It's I a little start. It's a little it four. It just came out. It's right? a four episode series about uh, Jimmy Iovine, who basically founded Interscope Records. Uh, recommendation for all you out there you should really watch it. Uh, compelling stuff. I learned a lot. We're not I even advertising for I did, yeah, I didn't even know who Jimmy Iovine was. And Until you, now you know a lot about him. Now I know a lot about him. And not, the music industry, also Dr. Dre, Eminem for all you uh, Michiganders did out there. Did he sign Bruce Springsteen in this? Yeah. Okay. Because you, you didn't let that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It all, it all meshes together. It's all full circle. Yeah. Um, but I, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Um, second one is we had great guests. A lot of great show. guests. Yeah. Um, Zach Irvin's one. You know, he tried to make us beg for him to come on the show, yeah. which we secretly knew that he was desperately wanting to come on the yeah. show. Yeah, talk about playing hard to get. Oh, jeez. It took it took a while for him, but we're just going to go on, and we talk about, you know, Zach Irvin was my roommate on the road. Zach Irvin was a big cosmopolitan guy on the Snapchat feed, on the Discovery uh, page. And he would just look at that. That was like his daily routine in the morning. To look at Cosmo. To look at Cosmo. To see what's going on. So and I just thought it was, you know, it, it's interesting. He didn't really want to touch on that. I know we definitely hit a, we hit some, we, we hit the, we hit, hit a, a soft spot. Yeah, we hit a nerve. Slightly uh, feminine tendencies. It's but a feminine tendencies. Zach. Zach. strokes for different folks. Right. Oh, jeez. They're <laughs> not even a rapper. <laughs> 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 Love it, uh, but no, that was that was that, uh, was, good that was good stuff. That whole Zach interview was funny, especially when he said that your last high school game you got booed off the court at home, which that was, was not even close uh, to being true. I think it is true. But I Anyways, don't know if we have any video evidence uh, of that one? Another fun moment uh, coming out of number three was when we had Mo on, and he kind of got to let us know about how he was such a Bachelorette fan. I think the Bachelorette's going on right now too. 
isn't it? Or maybe he was a bachelor fan. Bachelor slash bachelorette. I maybe, think a bachelorette. Or the bachelor pad. You know, there's that's a good. That's a good. That maybe. I actually one. can't even lie. I'm a fan. Of that's that. a fan. I'm you a know, fan. I, I won't like actively search it out. Like, oh, it's it's bachelor pad. Yeah. Whatever Fun. Wednesdays. I don't know what. what it's on a Monday. Monday. It's on a Monday. Sorry. I don't think it's um, a Sunday. Is it Monday? I think Monday, it's Monday at Monday 9. Right. We're saying Monday at 9 on ABC with Chris Harrison at company. Chris Harrison. Why are you acting like you don't job. know if you just rattle it off just like <laughs> well, that? Well, all right. Fun fact. Another fun fact, actually, for all you Bachelor, Bachelorette, or slash Bachelor Pad fans out there, my dad had a former player on, on that uh, show. His name was Graham Bunn. And he was about to win. I can't remember who was the, the girl, but he was going to win. But he left on his own terms. Wow. And he was like in the final three. He wasn't so the cut connection? He, yeah, he was. You know, maybe it was a publicity stunt. Uh, you know, like I feel I like there are a lot of people one. out there. Who was that crazy, like jacked up guy? Oh, What's his Chad. name? Chad. You know, Chad was definitely there. Look, here we are saying we're not bachelor. Right. We're, bachelor we're just naming them. We're them off. Names. Yeah. Um, but I, I was a fan ever since he was on because we knew him. I mean, he stayed. He had dinner at my house. Like he, he played for my father. Talking about Chad? No, you're talking. No, about I'm that. talking about Graham Bunn. Okay. Great, good looking guy. I'm not afraid to say that. From a good looking guy to another good looking guy, I can say that. Is that fair? <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but but, but Mo Bo's a big Bachelor fan. I don't know how well he'd do on it. Mo. Mo. Yeah. Would he? I don't. No, think, we've we've touched these bases. He would struggle. I think he'd very much start. The the accent would be short lived. People would think that's it's right. Cool we did a, talk about cool that. for about a week, and then it would just get downright annoying. Absolutely. Similarly another, to how it, it does with another us. one about Mo is Mo could be if he gets the NBA, which we all hope he will. After this year, maybe a senior year for you Michigan fans, um, starting Chipotle in Germany. <laughs> that was pretty fun. That was fun. I think there's I think there's one in the whole country, and you got to go to. They wanted to bring it bring it back. Yeah, I don't blame him. That's his favorite place around here. Is great. Uh, a sentimental one. Getting to know Leo Blavin. You know, our podcast would never happen without Leo. Leo's a guy. Leo's a tech. Worker. We're not really tech savvy. So Leo, you know, we have this. What do we call this thing right here? This is a a, mi- a big microphone. It's a microphone that yeah. I plug into my computer. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. So that's. What, <laughs> I think it's called a snowball or something. I th- yeah, I thought he had like a technical. There's some name. name. But, There's some name. But like Leo got us into the studio. You know, we had we had great hearts to hearts with him. He's working baseball right now. I'm not sure with if with professional He's calling baseball. Calling baseball. I think it's maybe I don't know what it is. And Leo, you could find him on the Big Ten network, like the sports job. you. Yeah, he did a great job. I listened to a baseball game. Listen, baseball announcing for nine innings, tough. Talk about a marathon. Talk, like, we're, we're complaining about camp. Right. We're <laughs> that that's a mar- that's three and a half hours. Like you gotta tell you. Like, at the end of those three and a half hours, the fans should know your, like, social security number. Like, what are you going to talk about for those three and a half hours? Not only that, four four times a week. Yeah. Yeah. They they have a... They, they have, a, girl, they have a, a woman on there now. On, like, uh, Sunday Night Baseball, you know, it's a huge thing. They have a woman with Aaron Boone and uh, Dan Schulman. I didn't know. You don't follow up. I didn't know you were a, a big, Sunday Night Baseball I'm not, guy. <laughs> I'm just, I, you know, I, I grew up watching baseball. Fun fact, uh... This is you know another quick tangent because you know, I guess that's what we're doing this this episode. But Doc full-heartedly believes that he could be a contributor for the Michigan baseball team right now, and which that is, is 
Okay. One of the most ridiculous claims I've ever heard, considering we have a fantastic baseball team here at the University of Michigan, and it's actually just downright insulting to the guys that go in day in and day out and work on their craft. I was just going to say, there Stadium. is no disrespect, but I believe no, that was insulting. a way better baseball player than basketball. And I gave it up because I, I just didn't have, I didn't have the passion for it anymore. But no, I look, first off, I know all those guys. I love those guys. They're probably better than me, but There's just no, give me, no, no. give me. No, they're definitely better than you. Okay, they're better. Than, okay, but they did lose two studs in the infield: Drew Lugbar and Jake Bivens. You didn't even know that. And Michael Berdar. So it's open up. Like I could be, I could pull a Greg Paulus, former Ohio State basketball assistant last year. Yeah. Play my fifth year. He played. He he decided to be a quarterback at, in football Syracuse. at Syracuse. That's right. I could play for the Michigan Wolverines baseball. That'd be interesting. That'd be very interesting. It's not going to happen. I don't think you. Have but any I'm just sort telling of you. Chance to do it. If you want to hit me ground balls any day, will it? You're, you're a vacuum out I'm there. I'm a vacuum out there. Just a Dyson vacuum, <laughs> sucking them up. Backhander like Derek Jeter. Okay. Um, I just don't think you have range. <laughs> too much range. Stop. Now, now my my quickness, my quickness could default me a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but you only got to move a f- – I don't know. I, listen, no disrespect. I, I love those guys. I think they're great. They had an unbelievable year this year, May, making it to the NCAA tournament, uh, falling a little bit short. Um, but like I said, they had, a unbe- they had a great year, and those are my guys. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, number that wasn't five. even about it. It's about Leo. Leo's yeah. been incredible. So thank you, Shout Leo. Out to Leo. Shout out to Leo. Um, number five in the last one for uh, top moments – I would just say all the positive feedback we got. Unbelievable. Just, you know, whether it be tweets, texts, just walking through the diag, people saying, you know, I love your podcast. Or even one guy walked by me and said, I'm listening to your podcast right now. It was incredible. That that was was unbelievable. That was a fun moment. You know, and I told Duncan this. I was actually in Bristol, Connecticut, where ESPN headquarters was a few weeks ago. And I'm walking through their campus. It's like a huge, huge facility, all these facilities. And we're walking to uh, the cafeteria, and this lady stops me when I'm with my dad. Now, everyone normally stops my dad because he's, he's big, fat, bald, and does ESPN games. And but the makes, lady and makes a lot of controversial claims. A lot of controversial claims. But this lady, who I, she probably didn't know who my father was, stopped me. Stops me to get a picture. My dad took the picture. I'm normally taking... The picture with, for my dad and the, the fan. Yeah. But this lady wanted a picture with me because she's a huge fan of the Doc and Dunk show. Now, like... I'm getting chills. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, I don't want to stop it, but I got to stop it because he's the enemy now. I know. Like, this is like the last... We no, talked no, no, about first it, of all, the last I, I made the decision oh, to he stop it. Okay. Once again, I said that this was a go, this final episode. I was reluctant to do it. He wants to keep it going. That's I'm not true. It down. That's not true. I'm in the works... With a new and a new contract and a new co-host in Columbus, Ohio, Stop. for next year. Don't make this pitch to these fans; they don't want to hear it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's that's our Fab Five. Let's uh, just switch right into uh, the the buy low, sell high segment. Doc, you want to lead it off? I'll do the sell high first because we're you know is that sure. okay? Sure, we can okay. mix it up. You know, if you follow NBA basketball, college basketball. My sell high. Now, everyone's huge on him in the NBA Summer League, but I'm not. All right, I'm going to put my foot down right now, and I'm going to say Dennis Smith. You know, I'm a huge Yogi Ferrell fan. 
And I think he kind of got screwed with this pick. Now, don't get me wrong. Dennis Smith is an unbelievable talent. But I just... Unbelievable. unbelievable. He's, he's, he's Steve he's, Francis. No, no, he's Steve. He actually is kind of like Derrick Rose. MVP style. Just athleticism. I like the Steve Francis comparison. Yeah, but you don't even remember Steve Francis. Playing. I most certainly do. You were like eight. I was not. Okay, nine. Twelve. But I'm old. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's true. Like twenty-five. Anyways, Dennis Smith is not selling me. I think Yogi Ferrell is uh should be their starting point guard. You know, they'll battle it out. They'll probably start Dennis Smith, paying him more money. He's a lottery pick, and how he played in summer league. Now, summer league made a lot of those rookies look really good. Summer League can be deceiving. I, not to say that you shouldn't put value in Summer League, but now, don't get it me doesn't wrong. always trade. We're, we're two slaps that would kill to be in the Summer League. Oh, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Like So let's let, we're going to put that out there right now. We'd love to be in the Summer League. That's the goal. Make some per diem. Play on ESPN. First of all, just call me a slap. Yeah, I call myself a slap too, though. Uh, that doesn't make it better than okay. call me a slap. But go on. <laughs> okay. But, um, you know, I... I, I think this rookie class is going to be very good, a lot of but I'm just not sold on Dennis Smith. And a lot of people are. That's fine. That's great. It's your opinion. It's my opinion. I'm sticking stick to, to it. it. Yep. Uh, I'm not hating on this game. I just don't think he has what it takes to win. I don't think he has a winning mindset. Go for ahead. my sell high, I'm going to take this Mayweather versus McGregor fight. It's everywhere in the media. You literally cannot go on the internet without seeing it somewhere. You're getting hyped up. All this money. Um, don't get me wrong, I, I think it's an incredible publicity stunt by both of the fighters. But I just think the fight itself is just not going to be that entertaining. It's not going to live up to all the entertainment. And I think, it's, I, I think it's Floyd. I think the, you know, the way that he fights, and I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm some expert on boxing. Right, we get knocked out. But he's a super defensive, like, yes. defensive and strategic fighter. He's not going to expose himself to get knocked out, and he's probably not going to even try to knock out McGregor, he's just going to win technically. That's, which, is, which credit right. to him, he's the champ. He's undefeated. He's a champ. He'll probably a lot of money. stay undefeated. But does he have a lot of money? Floyd Mayweather, because he's he's got to pay his tax. He has to. He can't pay his taxes. I think Floyd. Mayweather I know Floyd Mayweather money that he knows what to do with. I agree with that, point. but he told. Did you see what he said? He can't pay his like 2015 taxes until after he gets this fight. You didn't know that. Dude, this, see, this is, this is what I'm talking about. Like, Duncan thinks he's a, a renaissance man. Just Hold know. On. Look it up. Google it. I'm looking up Floyd Mayweather's net worth, and I'm looking at $340 million. We're looking at – okay, but he, stay, he came so out I, and stayed. I'm, I'm just confused. As I understand he has a facts. lot of money. He's got – I know. I follow him on Instagram. I'm so like, that makes wow. You- Where's so you think you know you know his financial status because he, 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 he can't pay his taxes. Well, he probably has absurd taxes. Exactly. But he can't pay them until after this fight. How do you not know I that? I didn't know that, but that, that's, I that's a like fact. We can fact check it after this podcast. But anyways, I agree with you, but I'm still going to buy the fight. See, I'm not. I think it's, well, I think I'm it's not going to buy the fight. I hope my dad buys I think it's selling for like $100. Yeah. We bought the last one. I like boot, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, bootlegging it is your best option. Not uh, not condoning that, but yeah, I mean, doing, nor am I doing that. But I think that's our my best option. Yeah, that for, well, maybe not. See, yeah. I kind of like. I'm gonna go on a limb here. You're probably liking Floyd Mayweather to probably win, since you know McGregor is not experienced in boxing. But I think he's just so reckless that, like, and first off, UFC fighting 
or MMA fighting is way harder than boxing. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think they're way tougher. Okay. Do you agree with that? There's blood sure. everywhere on that. Mark. Yeah, I agree with that. So I think you got to be a different type of crazy. Oh to my be a gosh. UFC fighter. There's a, there's me kind of crazy, and then there's McGregor kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, all in all, I, I don't think McGregor <laughs> really has a chance just from the technicals side of you're just being see, able to box. He gives the media and he 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 listens to the media and be like, you know, all these beat writers and boxing expertise. Do say, I? <laughs> Probably. I, I don't think I've read one thing about that. But I'm going on a limb and putting it down now that Conor McGregor will win that fight. But I do agree with you that it's... But it, like this is the generation we live in. Entertainment is incredible these days. Yeah. Social media... Like, it's powerful. Social media is so a powerful, powerful, uh, powerful network. It is a powerful network. We're going to go with the buy low. Mine, I got to go with the Buckeyes. You know, they're, everyone's talking. We don't have a roster. We don't have this. We don't have that. But you don't know what we have. I do. So I'm going to go on a limb and say we're going to be a really good team this year. The level of disrespect to come on a Michigan-based podcast. It's not Michigan. We're worldwide. Mo Wagner will listen to this in Germany in a few days. And he's a part of the Michigan network. But but he also is worldwide. He's also in Germany. He's Mr. International. He's Mr. International. Uh, Fair enough, Doc. My buy low... Uh, I'm going to give one for the people uh, in the Detroit area. I'm going by low Derek Walton Jr. Tell you what, he played himself into a contract. I sure hope he did. He uh, obviously, as many as you probably know, he didn't get drafted. Couldn't believe it. But the way he responded speaks volumes about who he is as a person. Right. Came down to the uh, Orlando Summer League. Played fantastic. I think he averaged like 10 and 5, 12 and 5. Right. And limited minutes. So it limited wasn't like minutes. his normal minutes yeah. he got But he, he played great. And I think, as you said, I think he played his way into a contract. And I think he uh, has a chance to uh, really make a name for himself in the uh, National Basketball Association. And, you know, he played with, like you said, he played with a purpose. And I also think, like, in his situation, obviously it's a dream come true to get your name called on that stage in the yeah. NBA draft. But also in the second round, it's almost better to go undrafted. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is just because you get the with your agent, you get to pick. Like at, all these teams will probably like Derek Wallen, for instance, will reach out to him, and he gets to pick which which fits him best, where he's going to get the most playing time. Situation is si- crucial. Exactly, and that's why I think like and he and he showed it. You know, he played with a Michigan State guy, Kalen Lucas, him and. Uh, him and Derek split time at the point guard position, and he was just—he played like he was at Michigan down the stretch. He—he he controlled the game, made players around him better, um, and did well for himself, knocking down jump shots, finishes around the rim. So I, I agree with that. I'm buying his stock very low. Yeah. So I think it's on the rise for sure. I do too. But um, you know this. This podcast, you know, it's getting a little sentimental now as we're reaching about 39 minutes exactly. Um, it's our last one, you know. Like, I don't think Ohio State fans would appreciate it or Michigan fans would appreciate it if we continued. As we would, like, we're, we're competitors. Yeah. Um, but, with, but with that being said, we, we also felt it was bigger than us and it was important to, to really send it off on the right note. It's not about us. Yeah, it's not about us. Not it's about never us. been about us. No. I agree with that. It's about Podcast Nation. It's about Podcast Nation and making a name 
For Leo Blavin. Leo Blavin. Leo freaking Blavin. All the blood, sweat, and tears he poured into this. All the late night grind sessions in the lab. Like people say, that's not the stuff that gets noticed. No, never. Behind the scenes is what wins people. I was going to say wins championships, (laughs) but I didn't know where to go with that. Oh, we are fighting for a championship. We are fighting for a championship. Every day in every way. Absolutely. But Um, you know, any final remarks? I just, I just like to, uh, to thank all of you guys for listening. Uh, if I, you guys are listening, if you are listening, and, and as I mentioned earlier, just all the positive feedback uh, that we've we've heard over the uh, the last couple months or so, uh, you know, it's it's meant a lot. And I want to thank you for for giving us this opportunity to to kind of shed light on us as individuals and, and Michigan basketball, and and give you guys an inside look on on who we are as people and what we're about as a program. Yeah, just to piggyback off that, you know, we started this podcast going into the Big Ten tournament where we almost weren't going to be able to start the podcast with the plane crash. And, you know, we, we rode with it, and it was just so much fun to just interact with fans. You know, like fans would come up to us and ask questions even. Um, you know, it was just it was just so much fun uh, getting to talk to my good friend Duncan and other guys on the team, um, you know, kind of getting to know those guys better uh, yeah. away from the court. And I think that's what, like, our... And our, letting you guys get to know those guys. Exactly, and I think that was our... Our purpose, and mm-hmm. I think um, we accomplished that. I hope we accomplished that. Exactly. But it was just, it was just a, a really fun time. You know, we had great guests. We had, you know, Karis Levert in the NBA, Nigel Hayes talking about the NCAA, sure, and obviously the great Michigan basketball players. And it was just a fun thing to do. Obviously, we wish we could um, continue it or have had it more, been more consistent. But you know, life happens. Life happens. So um, we yeah. started with that line. We're gonna end. With we're gonna that end line. with that line. Um, but you know, we appreciate it. Like I said, um, you know, and I hope this isn't the last you hear from us. But until the Buckeyes beat Michigan twice, careful. That this won't happen. All right. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna sign it off. So thank you to all of you and uh, go Blue. Go Bucks.